0: You are listening to Daily Devotions with Pastor Robert Marsbach. We believe that these devotions will encourage and strengthen you. So tune in, connect, and be blessed. For any more information, please visit us online at lifechurchuk.org. Welcome to Live Devotions, and thank you for joining me today. God Will Not Forget is the title of this devotion. You know, God does remember better than we do. We easily as human beings forget things, but God remembers what needs to be remembered. And one thing that he remembers especially is what you do in his name, what you give in his name. It says here in Hebrews chapter six, verse 10, for God is not unjust to forget your work. And labor of love, which you have shown towards his name, in that you've ministered to the saints and to and do minister. You see, people can sometimes forget what you've done in love for them. And that can be quite a test of your character when you go through that. In the sense that you feel they're obligated, they owe you. But I would charge you not to think this way. I would charge you not to have that kind of heart and mind that you hold people hostage to what you've done for them. Know that you freely give, even as your Father has freely given. Jesus said, give, and it shall be given to you, good measure, pressed down, shaken together, for by the same measure you made out to others, it will be met to you. In Luke 6:38, your heavenly Father, is the one that enabled you to give it. So give it freely. And let it be a joy to you that you have been a ch- a channel of God's generosity and goodness. And if people never say thank you or people never come back to 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 appreciate you, don't hold it against them. Just release them. I'm serious. Release people. Don't make Don't let your heart be in pain. I did all that and then they didn't even say thank you. And now they treated me this way when I did all that for them. Don't think that way. Don't talk that way. Just say, Father, thank you for the privilege of giving me a generous heart, of giving me what I talked to you about yesterday, this grace of giving. And Father, I thank you that you are the one that enabled me to give. And Father, every good gift comes from you and that you just keep on loving the Father in your generosity to others, in your giving to others, because God will not forget. And I want to take you for a moment to one of the great scriptures in the Bible, in the book of Genesis, in chapter 22, when Abraham was led by God to to offer God his son, Isaac, in the place where David built the temple, or Solomon built it, but David bought the land of, of the man who were owned that land, around or something was his name, I forgot now, and the threshing ground of around where the temple was built, which was the exact place, Mount Moriah, where Abraham had offered Isaac. And I want you to see when God said to Abraham, Abraham, give this to me, Abraham didn't hesitate for a split second to give it. I honestly desire, honestly, I pray this daily, I really do, I desire to live in such a place that whatever God asks, I give it without hesitation. I can't say that I'm made perfect yet. When I sometimes... um, circumstances push me in into to give in certain ways i can feel my nature still struggles sometimes other areas I can feel the joy of the Lord, the grace of the Lord in the generosity of His heart that is in my heart, of His mind that's in my mind. And I delight in that grace of generosity of the Lord in me. But other areas I can see are still a bit barren, where Christ still needs to be perfected in me, informed in me that I can give generously without having that feeling, why do I have to do it? Or, you know, I, I, you don't, I do. I don't like those feelings. I hate them. To me, that's the barren ground of the carnal nature, of the earthly nature that is ungodly. I don't want to know it. I want to know the generous measure of God's goodness flowing from my heart continuously in the humility of Christ, guarding my heart not to boast in, in, in what I do for others, but that I'm meek and lowly and easy to get along with. These are scriptures you find in Matthew 11, 25 through 30 and other places, but you know, I so long to be perfected in that in that spirit of generosity. Why? Because the heavenly father is the one who is the rewarder of all of us that diligently seek to please him in what we do in his name and what we give on his behalf to others. And here the Lord said to Abraham, give me. And Abraham didn't hesitate. I want that spirit. Come on that we don't hesitate when the Lord gives us the privilege to give forgiveness, love, compassion, kindness, self-denial. When we get to love without being loved, when we get to forgive without being forgiven, when we get to bless without being blessed, that we get to do good without it having been done to us, that we give out of the rich treasury of the Heavenly Father's glory. Come on. Take this to heart today as a message from God. Don't be held back by your own needs and wants and desires, but live out of the rich treasury of his glory to give generously out of the rich bosom of your father's love in you. Abraham gave without hesitation. And God said to him in Genesis chapter 22, verse 16, by myself I have sworn, says the Lord, because. Because you have done this thing and have not withheld your son, your only son, blessing, I will bless you, multiplying, I will multiply your descendants as the stars of heaven and the sand which is by the seashore, and your descendants shall possess the gates of their enemies. And in your seed, that's Jesus, all the nations of the earth shall be blessed because you obeyed my voice. Oh my goodness, how God would love us to live in this place. He wants us to live in this place because I will, because you've done this, I will. You see, God does not forget. Even today, you and I are blessed in Christ because of what Abraham did so long ago. What Abraham did then causes us to be blessed now. God does not forget. No, He will not forget. What is, what price are you having the privilege to pay? Are you needing to stay in faith and endure and persevere in faith? While the answer is still waiting to manifest in all of its fullness and the price you're having to pay to stay in faith, to keep loving, to keep forgiving, to keep hoping, to keep blessing, is pushing on your soul to enlarge the measure of your generosity, to enlarge the capacity of your attitudes to be a happy, joyful, prompt-to-do-it giver in whose heart and mind is shown, shown the measure of God's greatness of generosity, And goodness, is God trying to enlarge you at this time without you realizing it? You see, God often works without us realizing, however, we would not have the fruit without him having worked it. Let me say it again. Often God works within us without us realizing it. However, we would not have the fruit without him having worked it. And I believe God is working in you right now to enlarge your generosity, to enlarge your faith, to believe in his provision, to believe in that spirit of his will working in your heart, to believe in that spirit of grace to enable you to give and that he's enlarging you right now without you realizing it. And God does not forget. He does not forget what we do in his name. You know, the Lord says in Isaiah 3 verse 10, tell the righteous." It shall be well with them, for they shall eat the fruit of their labor. I love that verse, Isaiah 3, verse 10. Tell the righteous, it shall be well with them, for they shall eat the fruit of their labor. In other words, there is a harvest coming. It says there in Hebrews 11, verse 6, that we must believe that God exists and is a rewarder of those who diligently seek Him. You see, God... Honors those who stay faithful and loyal in in, in, to him over the years. And and I love the example that we have in the scripture from so many, but I'd like to take you to Luke chapter 1 in closing. And I want you to see these two precious people here. I find them such an inspiration for me: Zechariah and Elizabeth. Elizabeth You really see how God moves on families because Elizabeth's sister, Anna is her name, had a daughter whose name was Mary, the mother of the Lord Jesus Christ. And you could see how that spirit of grace was in the family because when the Lord moved upon Mary by his spirit, she said, let it be to me according to your word. And here we could see that spirit that God honors and remembers in Elizabeth and Zechariah. Because let me read to you in verse 5 of, of Luke chapter 1. There was in the days of Herod, the king of Judea, a certain priest named Zechariah, and of the division of Abijah, his wife was of the, a daughter of Aaron, and the name, her name was Elizabeth. And they were both righteous before God, walking in the commandments and ordinance of the Lord blameless. And they had no child because Elizabeth was barren. And they were both well advanced in years. So it was that while he was serving as priest before God in the order of his division, according to the custom of the priesthood, his lot fell to burn incense when he went into the temple of the Lord. And the whole multitude of the people were praying outside at the hour of incense. And the angel of the Lord appeared to him standing at the right side of the altar of incense. And when Zechariah saw him, he was troubled and fear fell upon him. And the angel said, don't be afraid, Zechariah, for your prayer is heard. Your wife Elizabeth will bear you a son and you shall call his name John. And you will have joy and gladness and many will rejoice at his birth for he will be great in the sight of the Lord and so forth and so forth. And then look what it says there. In verse 24 and 25. Now after those days, his wife Elizabeth conceived and she hid herself five months saying, thus the Lord has dealt with me in the days when he looked upon me to take away my reproach among the people. Despite that she had suffered reproach. In other words, people would look at Elizabeth and go, yeah, know. she's the priest of, Aaron, and yeah, know her and her husband serve the Lord, but yeah, there's got to be something wrong with her that she can't have any children. I mean, God's judgment must be upon her. Otherwise, she would be pregnant, you see. And they prayed and prayed, but God doesn't answer them. Reproach, you understand? It's what I'm trying to exemplify here. Despite that she suffered reproach, she kept serving the people. She kept loving the people. She kept being... Blameless, it says, before the Lord. what she did to the people, she did not for her own fame. she did it for the love of God. That's what makes you blameless, the love of God. Her and her husband served the Lord faithfully despite that they had reproached, despite that they weren't really maybe always appreciated, despite they were looked down upon and they kept serving the Lord. And the Lord remembered. That's what I'm talking to you about. Come on, God doesn't forget when you stay faithful, when you keep loving and giving and forgiving, when you keep doing what's right in His sight, despite what others think or others say, despite of how other people respond or don't respond. God remembers, He remembers. I want to encourage you today. Don't grow weary in well-doing. For in due season you will reap if you faint not. Be like Zechariah and Elizabeth. Don't give up doing what's good in God's sight. Don't give up loving, giving, forgiving, blessing, and doing what's good. Don't give up. Don't give up. Come on, don't give up. Come on, don't give up. Be renewed. Be refreshed. Come on. Don't give up. Don't give up. Amen. Amen. Have a good day.